Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This episode is sponsored by BetterHelp. Give online therapy a try at betterhelp.com slash 365 and get on your way to being your best self. A common misconception about relationships is that they have to be easy to be right. But sometimes the best ones happen when both people put in the work to make them great. Therapy can be a place to work through the challenges you face in all of your relationships, whether with friends, work, your significant other, or anyone else. It's helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Become your own soulmate, whether you're looking for one or not. Visit BetterHelp.com slash 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. BetterHelp.com. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Top five coaches that could follow Chip Kelly's path from head coach to coordinator or out of college football, potentially. And these are five guys. One of them hasn't worked in a year, but I do think that when he comes back, he'll be on this path. So that's this guy, number five, David Shaw, former Stanford head coach. Uh, I just think that, look, he was already recruiting, you know, up against it at Stanford where you you had a very narrow window uh, of, of people that you could recruit because of the academic standards. Uh, now you throw NIL and everything into the mix and how complicated it is. I think when we see David Shaw again, he'll be an NFL assistant. Yeah, I mean, that would make some sense. Uh, he's um, a really talented guy. A lot of people respect the job that he does. And Stanford is not an easy gig for, for anybody, has it been. But uh, he had some great success there. And, um, yeah, I think that uh, he would definitely be a guy you could see making that type of a leap. Yeah, I don't think he's going back to college, unless it's a mega job. I don't, I don't think he's going to go back. But he was at one time a like the rising star. Mm-hmm. And and then all of a sudden, that, that didn't work out well. Stanford kind of fell apart. But before he went to Stanford, he had multiple years in the NFL Absolutely. as an assistant coach. Yep. So he's uh, he's definitely not a, a newbie to the uh, the NFL uh, coaching ranks. So, yeah, I, I could definitely see him as somebody or somebody who's on TV yeah. and, and does that type of a gig. I could definitely see that, and that would be probably the less stressful option for him, but uh, still lucrative. Number four, Tom Herman. Look, he's at Florida Atlantic right now. That seems to be going okay for him. But if he doesn't get, um, if he does not get a, another big gig, and he's a high-strung dude anyway, he went to the NFL for a couple years or for a little bit and was with the Bears uh, on their staff, and then came back and was with Florida Atlantic. Uh, I I could just see him going. You know what? I'm going to go to the NFL. 
I'm going to go be a coordinator or a position coach in the NFL. We got a taste of it money. with Chicago, right? He got a taste of it. Like maybe he's trying to get back in, but if I don't think if he can get a bigger job than Florida Atlantic and then wrap his arms around the new world, it wouldn't surprise me, especially given how again high strung and tense he gets. That maybe the NFL is just better for him personally. Yeah, I'll, I'll disagree here. I mean, maybe maybe I'm wrong. I'll be happy to be wrong. But, I mean, he's really been a college guy his whole career. That's what he is. He had an analyst job with Chicago for that year. But uh, what did he do after that? He came to Florida Atlantic to be their head coach and to, to get back into the college ranks. So, I think there's a there's a there's uh, always going to be a place for Tom Herman in college football, like a, a place for him to be a head coach. And I don't know with his personality, even though he's matured apparently and He's not the same guy mocking the other team on the the sidelines during a bowl game. Like that guy seems to have uh, have grown up a little bit, but he still seems like personality wise, he's still more custom or more suited for college football than he is for the NFL. And maybe I'm wrong on that, but I just have a hard time seeing him like lead an NFL team of uh, you know young adults or adult men, and he just doesn't have that. That gravitas for, for me. Say, yeah, I would just know. think being a position coach. A position coach. I'm thing. thinking of head coaches only. Yeah. So, yeah, no, a position no, no. coach, I, sure. But, uh, I mean, he, he came back to college football pretty quick. So, I think that's right now where his bread's butter. But yeah. we'll see how it goes in a Boca Raton. Yeah, the Chip Kelly path would be not being a head coach and, and just going. Yeah. yeah. Uh, number three, Justin Wilcox. Uh, I don't think that he is happy about the conference that his team is in. I think that he is probably stressed out by – the resources that he is allocated by his university based on what other teams of their size get. Uh, and I could like, I could see him taking another college job and being successful and happy, but would it surprise me to see him like, you know what? I'm going to be a coordinator for a couple years, whether it's in college or pro and just figure out my next move because this going across the country to play all my games and this weird recruiting spot I'm in and all this, I, I could be just kind of – like, if I were him, I might be kind of done with it already. Uh, yeah, possibly. Um, it's not the easiest job in the world, Cal. Um, that's not the, the, I guess, the rosiest place at the moment either with the, the whole conference move, as you mentioned. I know that he was uh, – he's been linked to other jobs in the past. I uh, don't know about NFL type of an interest, um, and I haven't looked at his, his bio to see if he's – has he even coached in the NFL before? I don't even know. No, but, he's at Oregon, I know. Yeah, but um, – Sure. I mean, if you, as far as somebody getting tired of the college football landscape and, and all that comes with that, especially all the extra handcuffs that you have being at Cal versus being at a, at a bigger school, I could see where that uh, does wear on you a little bit. No, that never been in the in the NFL. So, uh, but he's he's been other places. Got a long as a way to go, coordinator. But yeah, I could. I would not surprise me to see. Well, I mean, like even the Chip Kelly. Like, does Justin Wilcox maybe leave Cal and go be the defensive coordinator at like? North Carolina or something. You yeah, know, possibly. Like some, something like that. Number two, Billy Napier. Uh, his run at Florida has, has been rocky, to say the least. And it's not for his lack of trying. And no one has gotten rocked by the NIL, th- NIL thing worse than Billy Napier has because he lost his his number one quarterback recruit based on a faulty NIL deal. Plus, he's about to go through the biggest woodchipper of a schedule in the history of woodchipper schedules. So it wouldn't surprise me to see him maybe back down, go be an OC somewhere for a couple years uh, and, and restart the, the engines a little bit because Florida, it's, it, it should have been a lot smoother for him at a place like that, and it hasn't been. Maybe some of that's him, but they just – 
they entered the NIL world and the new world a lot rockier than I thought a place that has as many resources as the Gators do would, right? I mean, like, he should have, they should have been set up for this for a long time, and then it just seems that they were ill-prepared. All right, is it, are they better now than when he arrived? I don't know. I, I don't either. They're not. It's just like, maybe? I don't yeah, know. I don't know. Maybe not. I don't know. They, they've they've won less games yeah. both years. So there's been a lot of it's been tumultuous. Yeah. So yeah, it would not surprise me to see him just be like, you know what, I, I just got to step back for a minute and re get my bearings. And number one, not n- yeah. bearings. He's making big money unless yeah. he's told to leave. But, yeah. But number one, Dave Aranda. Um, he is very like, and again, if it doesn't work out at Baylor, he's probably going to be an assistant somewhere. You would think uh, next year, but. Um, and this is only if it didn't work out with all the moves he's made, because this is a dude who is idealistic as anybody you're ever going to meet. And you can tell the uncomfortability with the way that things go and like how far, I mean, the question I asked him was like, how do you have to find what you're comfortable with doing to keep you competitive with the people who are comfortable with doing anything? Like there are coaches and programs out there that are like, they don't have any, there's no ethical qualms. You almost about said the, cutthroat. Yeah, yeah, it's cutthroat. Like, they don't have any ethical qualms about the way they're getting players. That's where Dave Aranda is a very ethical dude. And so, like, he wrestles with those things. So it wouldn't surprise me to see him, like, if his head coaching tenure comes to an end, whether it be now or sometime in the future, to, again, take a step back and, and be a coordinator somewhere just because, again, it's just he would never maybe be comfortable with it until there's more structure. I mean, I think you'll be comfortable if they win games. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's uh, you know, all the NIL stuff and all the other different things that uh, maybe are stressing out coaches, those seem to not be as big of a deal as when you're winning games. Yeah. So when you haven't been winning like he hasn't been winning for a year and a half now or a season and a half, mm. uh, it's been very trying. But I think he's as much suited for high school football or being the head coach at, like, a service academy uh, as he would be for uh, – as far as uh, other opportunities, that seems to be, you know, more of the service aspect and the focus on faith and those types of things as much of his alley as anything. But if he just wants to coach football and cut out all of the noise, then, yeah, the NFL could could provide that for him. But I think if he wants to be um, a, a person who's, you know, in service, not only in football but on the field, then we'll see if college football is still set up for a guy like him moving forward. But like I said, I think high school football or service academy is more of where you'll find that these days. And I think he's trying to hold on to that somewhat at Baylor. But again, you have to win games. And so that's why I hope he wins some games, not only because it just makes everything better to, to cover, but because I want to believe that that can work. And it doesn't have to all be dollar signs and you know, those types of things that make you successful or that you have to have those things to be successful in college football. I would like to think that there's a way to develop the human being. I know there's other programs, big programs, like Kirby Smart develops young men and things, you know, I'm I'm sure Nick Saban developed young men. I'm not saying you can't have the big dollars and and not do that, but I do think that that's, that's his focus. His focus is the pure game of football and the human being aspect and the faith aspect and not all of this other stuff um, but ultimately, you have to win games. So, and he has changed his mind along as he's needed. And he's to. had to evolve yeah. along the way. Yeah. But uh, yeah, I mean, I could see him taking a different route, but remaining in the game of football. So NFL wise, I'm not sure how much interest he's gotten over the years. But certainly, a lot of his former players are, are stacking up rosters right now. I hope he's successful, not because we cover Big Twelve, Baylor, whatever. I this guy here 
But no, you just wonder if it's just going to get run into the ground he, because of the way the game is or how I, it's being run right I now. I want it for him. Yeah. And the coach, yeah, yeah. like, he, I agree. nice, like, you know, the, the cliche is nice guys finish last, right? Mm-hmm. And I don't, I don't believe that at all. But I think that there's a place in the world for Dave Aranda, like, brilliant, wonderful human beings like Dave Aranda is, a very compassionate man. There's a place for him to succeed. However, just, He's getting paid a lot of money yes. to win football games. Yes, so I just I hope it goes yeah. that way for him because you know when you treat people right, you deserve to, to have that. He, he's a you know he's it, either he wins this year or he doesn't, and if he doesn't, it's going to have to be for some unbelievable un, uh, circumstances because he's changed his staff now basically every year. Coordinator well, five, yes. It's and not like we're talking about it's it's year three and you've had an up. It's year five, and yeah. so. You've had, I think, more time here than you would have gotten at some other places. I would say uh, at almost every place. Yeah, so, I mean, I think he's been given uh, a nice amount of rope, and now it's it's up to him to, you know, either lasso some wins or, you know, that's going to be the end of the road. So, uh, yeah, we're all rooting for him to do well because we respect him and respect the way that he does things, and he's not alone in that regard, but he does seem kind of to be a, a unique person in a very unique game and you hope that uniqueness can continue to shine through uh, and not get overran by nil talk and and those types of things but uh yeah he's got to go win bottom line got to go win by the way the latest update from kansas city with that super bowl parade that ended with the shooting uh eight children among the 22 wounded by gunfire uh there are people in custody uh but uh man the one person at least at this time was killed. There's a video uh, of all hell breaking loose and a couple of like just normal fans chasing down one of the alleged shooters and tackling them and getting him to the ground before others eventually were able to, uh, I I guess, put him in uh, cuffs or whatever it was. It's pretty amazing uh, what they did. All right. Emery Winter, thank you. Garrett Ross, Jack McKenzie, Craig Smoke, and Paul Catalina. Our sponsors, thank you every day. Those in the chat room, those in the uh, text line, and also those who don't do either one of those but watch or listen to us. We appreciate you every day. I'm David Smoke. Sports Tonight, 365 Sports Tonight at 1030 on The CW. Good night. This has been a Rogue Media Network production.